There we go. Praise the Lord. Okay, so anyway, we're going to look at, uh, oh, oh, Noah here in a moment here. Okay. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Yeah, brother. Yeah. That's right. Sound the alarm. Okay. Cool. Okay. Praise the Lord. Okay, I'm ready. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, okay, here we go. All right, let's take a look. Again, here's your, here's your index of your scriptures right here. Uh, Genesis all the way to Revelation. Remember, this, this it, it is history. We get a lot of spiritual things out of this, but it's, it's history. That's what's so cool about ours. It's a true track record, okay? And now I know in your own heart you have, to, you have to, you know, are you sure, Richard? Well, don't ask me. Do your own research and, and look. And, you, and, you know, otherwise, it, it, that song we just got through singing, Amazing Grace, you know, it doesn't really mean anything because it's not real to you. Now, you may be trying to find out these things are so, and, and keep going. The Lord will lead you right to him. He will. Because so, he says the heavens declare, and he also put it in your heart. It's kind of like, yeah, I knew this stuff was real. Yeah, okay. But anyway, uh, we're going to get to Noah, which comes up so fast. It's so fast. You know. Anyway, but, but, uh, but anyway, um, you know, your history record here from Genesis, Exodus means they got out of Exodus. They left somewhere. They made an exit. They got out of where? They got out of Egypt, you know. And... Uh, this is all history, 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 history. And they get to the promised land right here in Joshua, okay? And then you notice Joshua's only 24 books. How do you know that? It's not because I went to school. It's because I read it because, you know, it's like, praise the Lord, this stuff's real. And you start picking up on, oh, like those mile markers Bob was talking about. I, I just know it was 24 chapters long. But I do know at the end of it, you know, Joshua had to make a statement and say, look, guys, I know after I die, you guys are going to start worshiping idols and we're going to lose this whole promised land. And they had wiped out the promised land. Joshua is such a great book. Within, in one campaign, they wiped out the promised land, just like God said. They didn't lose anybody either. You know, they lost some people at the first of Joshua. And it's because one of them, remember Achan, he kept him on a cute little idol or whatever. But it's just like Moses had said, you get the ark out there, you blow the trumpets, you're always going to win. Praise the Lord. Okay, so anyway, that's history. History with Ruth, and then here you go, 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel. That's where the kings start taking place. And this overlaps a little bit. It's amazing how those books were written. It wasn't like, well, one dummy just wrote this thing. No, they all had it written down. Anyway. Okay, then it comes into these books. You say, I've heard of Ezra. I've heard of Nehemiah. I've heard of Esther. Yeah, those are actually history books, you know. Job has got a little piece of, it's just real short. You know, everybody knows the story about Job, you know, but it, it, it turns around real fast. You read it yourself, you'll go, that didn't last long at all. It didn't. Mm-mm. So to be like Job, you can't sit there and say, well, all my life's going to be like Job. No, it's not either. Go read the book. Job got it all back, and he was still the richest guy in the east or west or wherever it was. Okay. Then you get up here, you get the book of Psalms. Psalms were mostly written by David, who was up in this time frame. Anyway. Uh, then you have Proverbs. Proverbs was written by who? Solomon. That was his son. Okay. Then you got Ecclesiastes. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, you got a, a Ecclesiastes. It was written by uh, Solomon as well. And it just means the preacher. What business are you in? Well, I'm an ecclesiastical priest. Well, that's, what it, that's where it comes from. You're a preacher. That's what it, means. it means the preacher is all it is. Okay. Anyway, Song of Solomon. I mean, that is totally X-rated. Now, if you're going to try to make that Jesus in the church, you're, you're absolutely... Please... Don't get a book about Song of Solomon. Read the book. Love is real. When you hurt over somebody because you love them, that didn't come from you made that on your own. You didn't go to how to be a sinner school to do that. It hurts. Love can hurt. If somebody doesn't love you, it can hurt. And you're like, this pain just go away. I don't understand it. God built you with the capacity to love somebody. You can read that. Boy, I tell you what, that girl, this girl, she was longing for the lily of the valley. <laughs> you know. 
Man, you wouldn't talk about Jesus either. Just read it and enjoy the book. Great book. Yeah. Okay. Isaiah. Isaiah was, uh, this guy was a prophet during the time, he'll say so during the time of some of these kings. Jeremiah was too, right at the tail end, right before Nebuchadnezzar took him over. And Nebuchadnezzar was a god sent. Israel was worshiping idols. And God raised up Nebuchadnezzar, says, go wipe them out. And boy, they did too. And God told them that over here in Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy 28. You're blessed if you follow me. If you start worshiping idols, you're going to lose it all. Mm, wow. Okay. Anyway. Daniel's the same way. Daniel was in the palace of Nebuchadnezzar. Okay, he lived there. Hosea, same, same thing. These are little prophets and stuff. But I want us to go up to, where did he go? Uh, oh, it's, let's highlight it. Ezekiel. Let's go to Ezekiel just a moment. I want to hit Ezekiel. Oh, because oh, we're going to look at Noah. How do you get Noah out of there? Well, watch this. This is very interesting. Ezekiel chapter 1. Look at this. Ezekiel was a priest. Hmm. Look at the history here. The son of, okay, he's the son of somebody, Buzai. Who lived in the, with the Jewish exiles beside the Shedar Canal in Babylon? What? It's a time frame. Remember, they've done gone to exile. This is around Daniel. This is, they've lost the kingdom. But he's still a priest. One day, late in June, we don't need these details. Yes, we do. It was real. Wow. I was 30 years old. Now you got the, now you got the time frame. He said the heavens were open. Well, he had a vision. Okay. Now, I want us to jump ahead because, remember, he's going to be talking to these exiles who lost everything. He's also going to tell them we're going back in 70 years. And they sure enough did. Wow. But now watch this. Here we are on the 14th chapter because there's going to be something about Noah right here. Real interesting. Then some of the elders of Israel visited me and asked for a message from the Lord. This is the message that came to me to give them. Son of dust. These men worship idols in their hearts. Uh, should I let them ask me anything? Tell them, the Lord says, I will personally deal with anyone in Israel who worships idols and then comes to me to ask for help. Wow, look at that. So these people were in exile, but they still had a pocket idol. Well, you never can count on the Lord. And we as Baptists, Methodists, and whatever we are in the Bible Belt down there, we do the same thing. We don't believe the Lord will do anything, you know, if we act this way. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we just think, well, it's evolution. It was this. It was that. And God doesn't keep his promises. And whatever will be, will be. That's the best position to be is, Lord, if it's your will. Study. Complain to the Lord when things go wrong. That's what prayer is. Say, Lord, you've got to be kidding me. Remember, uh, let's see, it was Isaac's wife, Rebecca. She had twins, okay? And uh, they weren't born yet, but they were really causing a fit, you know, in her tummy there. And the Bible says that, she says, I can't endure this. And you know what she did? She asked the Lord about it. And the Lord said, yeah, you got twins there. She didn't go have an ultrasound. You know, they didn't have an ultrasound, you know. And you can either believe this or not. I personally believe it. She asked the Lord and the Lord said, you got two kids. The younger one's going to, uh, the older is going to serve the younger. It was, it was Esau and, um, and Jacob. Those were the two. So it's Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Those were Abraham and then Isaac. And then these were the two kids, the great grandkids. But anyway, I'm just saying, ask the Lord for help. He'll help you. Anyway, so anyway, I will punish the minds and hearts of those who uh, turn from me to idols. Well, Lord, you're bent out of shape, praise the Lord. Wow. Okay. Notice it's okay to ask the Lord for help. But, you know, we, we don't, I mean, really, we, we have to watch ourselves. And, and, and uh, uh, I mean, it, it's not that we serve idols. We, I, I don't believe that at all, none of that. But I'm just saying, we have so much unbelief. We just, like... Well, I got a college education, and the Lord will help me. Man, Abraham said he lifted his hand toward heaven and says, Nobody's going to say they made me rich. I lift my hand to accept the Lord. You know, so He said that right in front of Melchizedek. And the goober that was the whatever for 
Sodom, whatever. <clears throat> okay, therefore warn them, says the Lord, repent and destroy your idols and start worship, stop worshiping them in your heart. I will personally punish everyone, whether the people of Israel or foreigners living among you who reject me for idols, then comes to a prophet to ask for my help and advice. See, they knew better. They knew, well, <laughs> this stupid piece of wood's no account. Let's go to God now. Get rid of the stupid wood. That, now, see, this is that time frame. It's them. But I want, I want us to see something for us. He said, I'll turn upon him and make a terrible example of him destroying him, and you'll know uh, that I'm the Lord. And if one of the false prophets gives him a message anyway, it's a lie. His prophecy will not come true, and I will stand against that prophet and destroy him from among the people of Israel. Now, remember, this, these, these clowns already lost their nation. They're exiled. They're slaves. And they're still wanting to worship these stupid sun god and all this other stuff. And Ezekiel's saying, man... You better get back to the Lord, you know. Okay, now watch this. Um, so the Lord's just saying, okay, well, the remnant's going to get wiped out here too if you think you're going to keep worshiping idols. Okay. False prophets and hypocrites, evil people who say they want my words, all will be punished for their sins. So the people of Israel will learn not to desert me and not to be polluted any longer with sin. They will be my people and I'll be their God, says the Lord. Then this message from the Lord came. Son of dust, if the people of the land of, no, excuse me, if the people of a land sin against me, then I will crush them in my fist, break off their food supply and send famine to destroy them. Now this is because they're worshiping idols, okay? He's not talking about, well, I sassed my mama and I had a bad attitude and all those kinds of, no. They don't want anything to do with uh, Jesus. What's this? Now look at it. Here it comes. Even if Noah and Daniel and Job. Yeah, but the Bible is fake. Well, why did Ezekiel pull that out of the hat? They got that from somewhere. So Noah, I mean, excuse me, for Ezekiel here, just validated. He's, he, he seems to think Noah was true. He seems to think Daniel was true. He seems to think Job were there. Look at this. Notice this. Even if Noah and Daniel and Job were in it, they look at that. They would be saved for their righteousness, but I would destroy the remainder of Israel. Now, why Noah and Daniel and Job? It wasn't because they're just so perfect. It's because they weren't going to abandon the Lord. Now, we're not going to abandon the Lord either, okay? This stuff they were doing here, <clears throat> like I say, look what they did, and uh, you can tell. I mean, they just, I mean, they, they weren't asking the Lord for help. You know, they, were, they finally would go, oh, we're going to ask the Lord. And, well, yeah, why don't you just ask that piece of wood to help you? That's what you've been worshiping the whole time. If I send an invasion of dangerous animals into the land, devastate the land, even if these three men were there. Look at that. The Lord God swears that it would do no good. I would not save the people from their doom. Oh, look at that. Only these three will be saved. Now, you need to identify yourself with these three. Don't identify yourself with somebody who goes, oh, I've got to have a pocket sun god to worship. We're not doing that. Praise the Lord. Our God is Jesus. Praise the Lord. But that's why I was saying, you know, even though we, we, we would never have any other gods before us, we can have no other gods before us, but then think he won't help us. Well, I don't have any other gods before the Lord. Oh, I know better. That's the, second, it's the first commandment. You know, thou shalt have no other gods before me. I don't, but yet you just tell the Lord he won't do nothing. He won't help you find your car keys. He won't help you with your gas bill. He won't help you with your electric bill. He won't, I, ridiculous. What a trade-off. That's dumb. Don't do that. Look at this right here. <laughs> Excuse me. Anyway, notice it says, only these three would be saved, but the whole land would be devastated. Well, now Ezekiel, wow, said that. Let's go over here to Matthew just a moment. Okay, in Matthew, can I get it? Yeah, it's kind of faded out right here. Uh, okay, 24. Let's see what happens here. See if we can find it. Uh, Jesus is kind of long-winded here. He's talking about the end of the age. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Yada, da, 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 da. Let's see. Okay, 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 okay. All right, here we go. Let's see. Learn the lesson from the fig tree. Da, 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 da. I just saw it. There it is, right there. 38. 
the world will be at ease. That's the reason we, I mean, Jesus could come today. I mean, it's like peace and safety or whatever. But look at this. Jesus is saying, hey, look, everybody's going to say everything's at ease. Banquets and parties and weddings, just as it was in, <laughs> Jesus has no idea. Noah never took place. Oh, yeah, it took place. Noah did take place. He says, just as it was in Noah's time before the sudden coming of the flood. Wow. Okay, now, let's go back just a moment because I want to say something here. <clears throat> let's go to Genesis. I wanted to get it all, but we're not going to have time to. But anyway, Genesis chapter 1. When God began creating the heavens and the earth, now there was this history, okay? Because we just seen, uh, we, uh, Joe, uh, Ezekiel said, if Noah and Daniel and Job, and then Jesus just spoke about Noah. The book of Hebrews, whoever wrote that, you know, they identified Noah, and so did Peter. Peter acted like, oh, yeah, Noah, yeah, okay. But anyway. When he began to create the heavens and the earth, the earth was a shapeless, chaotic mass, the spirit of God brooding over the dark vapors. Then God said, let there be light. And light appeared, and God was pleased with it, divided the light from the darkness. He called the light daytime and the darkness nighttime. Together they formed, this is entering, the first day. You know, I know it seems like the days and stuff, it's like, well, they've they got to be off. Well, no, they're not. No, they're not. Uh, they formed the first day. And God said, let the vapors separate to form the sky above, the oceans below. So God made the sky, dividing the vapor from... Notice, remember, I've mentioned this many times before, but it's not from the outside, you know, big bang way out there, and all of a sudden we spun off and, oh, wow, a little earth. No, it's earth, and it's going out this way. Wow. Let the vapors separate to form the sky above and the oceans below. God made the sky, dividing the vapor from above the water, I mean, from above... Uh, divine the vapor above uh, from the water below. This all happened on the second day. Wow. I mean, we really don't need a day of rest if this is billions of years. God had plenty of time to rest, you know. No, this was not billions of years. Then God said, let the water beneath the sky be gathered into oceans uh, so that the dry land will emerge. And it was so. Then God named the dry land earth and the water seas. Yeah, but what are the galaxies? The galaxies are not even made yet. Do you know what's funny about this? is just some young earth stuff. Just look it up yourself. The law of thermodynamics, basically, if you've got something going in one direction, it's never going to change. It's going to go that direction. we got galaxies. Guess what? They're all spinning this way. And guess what? we got some going the other way. It ain't supposed to be happening that way. Here's nothing about galaxies. If it was billions of years, they would be expanded. They're not. They're still tight. Anyway, just keep going. So this looks like it happened. Okay, wow. Okay. All right, anyway, it said, Let the earth burst forth with every sort of grass and seed-bearing plant, fruit trees, seeds inside the fruit. These seeds will produce the kind of plants and fruits that came from. And it was so. This all happened on the third day. Wow. We still don't have the sun. Well, here it comes. Because you gardeners, if you put a plant out there, you've got to get it some sunlight. Well, here it comes. God made two huge lights, the sun and the moon. <laughs> he did not. It was evolution. You know, what's so funny about that? Where did evolution get it from? I mean, you can't just say it came out of nothing. Matter of fact, that's another physical law. You can't have matter come from antimatter. It don't work that way. Okay. Two huge lights to shine upon the earth. The large one, the sun, to preside over the day, and the smaller one, the moon, to preside through the night. He also made the stars. Wow. And he, he just also. Wow. God set them in the sky. Why? To light the earth, and it does. Preside over the day and night, it does. And to divide the light from the darkness. So there you go. It, it actually, the King James says, for times and seasons. You set your clock by it. Okay. All right. This all happened on the fourth day. Then God said, let the waters teem with fish and other life. Let the skies be filled with birds. And we know this. This took place on the fifth day. And then on the sixth day, here comes all the animals. I'm going to speed ahead just a little bit. Okay. And then he made man. Wow. Let's go right into the second chapter. Sort of a recap. 
Now at the last, the heavens were successfully completed with all they contained. So on the seventh day, having finished the task, God ceased from the work he had been doing. God blessed the seventh day and declared it holy. Now you know why. It's not like, don't you dare crank up that tractor. Don't even go to a restaurant on Sundays. Remember, Jesus had to get on to some people about that. His disciples were with him, and some of them were getting some corn. And, oh, you're doing what you're not supposed to do on the Sabbath. Remember what Jesus said? The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. But go back and find out what it was. It was God created everything. Just hold up. Make it a holy day. Why? To remember. Wow. And that's what Moses said when he got the children of Israel out of, or God did, out of Egypt, when he talked about the Sabbath. He did. He said it was, okay, anyway. Here's a summary of the events of creation of the heavens and the earth when God made them. Lord, you didn't make them. That's the reason I'm worried today. I don't know who made them. I got problems. I got to fly to Alaska. And you didn't really create the world, so I'm scared. No, I'm not scared. He created everything. Time is on my side. So here we go. There were no plants and grain sprouting across the earth at first, for the Lord hadn't sent any rain, nor was there anyone to farm the soil. However, water welled up from the ground. Certain places flowed across the land. What's the time frame? Well, he's recapping. So far, we ain't been but six days. Then the time came when the Lord God formed a man's body from the dust of the ground. And that's what the word Adam means. That's going to be hard to conquer. The word Adam, which we've had forever, actually means it's red. It means from, comes from the red earth. Wow, what are we going to do about that? Same thing with Eve, mother of all living. Well, that can't be. We can't have that. And on top of that, we got the word woman. What does woman mean? From a man. That ain't supposed to happen. What you got, chicken or the egg? You know, what came first? You know, wow. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff we have to throw away if these things are not true. Anyway, the Lord planted a garden of Eden in the east and placed the garden, no, and placed in the garden the man he had formed. Look how God provides for you. And he still does the same thing. So merciful. Okay. Even though we know they got kicked out of the garden. Remember, why did they get kicked out? Remember, there's a reason. Well, I don't want you to have anything pretty. No, get away from that tree of life. Man did not need to stay in that condition in his fallen state around that tree of life. What if the man and the woman get a hold of the tree of life and whatever? So God put an angel out there and stopped them. They're not going to get to it. But he still takes care of you. Okay, watch it. The Lord planted all sorts of beautiful trees in the garden. Well, he quit doing that. No, he did not. He's, he did it for you. Praise the Lord. Same thing like trees producing the choices of fruit. All rotten, of course. Come on. At the center of the garden, he placed the tree of life. Isn't that great? A tree of life. Wow. Wow. And also the tree of conscience, giving knowledge of good and bad. A river from the... Look at this. A river from the land of Eden flowed through the garden to water it. Afterwards, the river divided into four fake rivers. Oh, four fake ones? Really? How come they're all named after things we know of today? Look at this. One of them is called Pishon. It winds along the entire length of the land of Havilah. That's a real place. Look at that. Where the homeless people live. No. Where nuggets of pure gold are found. You know, like I say, one day we're going to go to heaven and there's streets of gold. You know, I mean, I mean, all this poverty stuff is just ridiculous. And also beautiful bedillium and even lapis lazuli, like I say. Now they still sell that stuff. You can, that's, that's real stones. Anyway, the second branch is called Gihon, crossing the entire length of the land of make-believe. No, Cush, it's a real place. The third branch is the now, I've heard of that one. Yeah, really? That's what it tells you where the location is. The Tigris flows all to the east of the city. And the fourth is, we know that one, the Euphrates. Boy, this guy was a real scoundrel. He did his homework. He really wrote a real fake make-believe book. No, he didn't either. It was real. 
I mean, we might as well throw Jesus out the window because in Ezekiel 2, because Ezekiel thinks Daniel and Noah and all these people were there. Jesus trying to give us the end of time stuff, which is fake, because he brought up Noah. No, it's not fake. It's real. The Lord placed in the man the Garden of Eden as his gardener to tend and care for it. He didn't say, hey, build me a garden. No, he, he built it for him already. Wow. The Lord gave the man this warning. You may eat any fruit of the garden except the tree of conscience, for its fruit will open your eyes, make you aware of right and wrong, good and bad. If you eat its fruit, you'll be doomed to die. Wow. Death came by that, and Paul wrote about that. By one man's offense, death came. See, evolution teaches that, oh, the dinosaurs, no, they all died. Everything just died. It's just the cycle of life, you know. You know, whatever that thing is. Mel, you know what I'm talking about. What's it? Lion King. See, we just get so washed into that, and we think, you know, well, that's, that's just the thought. You know, you have to, people die, people just, no, Jesus walked on the water. He raised kids from the dead. He raised adults from the dead. Jesus rose himself from the dead. Amazing stuff, praise the Lord. Wow. Anyway, the Lord God said, it isn't good for man to be alone. Well, we don't know. I just, I'm just so glad. Just avoid all the counseling and stuff. You young people, you find somebody you'll fall in love with, fall in love. Don't, don't come bringing them to me and ask me to counsel you. You do your own counseling and you better know, you know, just you, you like this person or not. Praise the Lord. Wow. It's not good for man to be alone. I'll make him a companion for him. Somebody who'll just drive him crazy. No, it's not true. A helper suited for his needs. So the Lord God formed the soul from the soul. Every kind of animal and bird brought them to the man to see what he would call them. Whatever he called them. Boy, that would have been a busy day, wouldn't it? Whatever he called them, that was their name. Wow. Uh, but there was still no proper helper for the man. Then the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep, took one of his ribs, closed up the place which he had removed it, and made the rib into a woman, brought her to the man. Now, I mean, come on, think about this just a moment. Now, remember, they're naked, okay? Just, just think about this. He comes to, he's coming out of surgery. He doesn't see another, another, he doesn't see doctors or anything. It's like, wow, yeah, you're exactly right. Wow. Look at those words. This is it. She is part of my own bone and flesh. Her name is Woman, look at that. That's because that word means that. Do we still use that word today? Yeah. Okay, anyway. This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined into his wife. Mm, that's the reason. I'm, my kids are not going, well, daddy, y'all got to tell me what to do. No, they're on their own. They're, when they get married, they've, they've learned they don't have to ask me stuff. I mean, you just move on. Look at that. And although the man and his wife were both naked, they were, neither of them was embarrassed nor ashamed. Okay, wow, boom. The serpent. Notice it didn't say four billion years later. No, this happened right away. The serpent, craftiest of all the creatures. Serpent came to the woman. Really? None of the fruit in the garden? God says you mustn't eat any of it? Oh, of course we can, the woman said. It's only the fruit of the center. The tree of the center of the garden we're not to eat. God says don't eat it or touch it or we'll die. Well, see, she knew. Okay. That's a lie, the serpent hissed. You'll not die. God knows very well the day you eat of it, you know, your eyes will be opened and you're, you'll be just like him. Liar, liar. Like he is today, you know. Your eyes will be opened. You'll be able to distinguish good from evil. The woman was convinced how lovely and fresh looking it was. And it would make her so wise. So she ate some of the fruit and gave some to her husband. He ate it too. And as they ate it, suddenly they became aware of their nakedness and were embarrassed. Okay. They strung fig leaves together to cover themselves around the hips. That evening they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden. And they hid themselves among the trees. And I'll change my voice. Where are you? <laughs> no. The Lord's always the same. Uh, why are you hiding? Adam replied, I heard you coming. I didn't want you to see me naked, so I hid. Who told you you were naked? Well, God, you goofed up here, you know. I'm so ashamed of my body. I mean, my body, oh my God. L listen, you're made in God's image, whether you're male or female, okay? Anyway, 
He says, have you eaten of the tree, the fruit from the tree I warned you about? And he says, yeah, Adam admitted. But it was the woman who brought me some, and, and I ate it. Now, no, not quit thinking he's passing the buck. This is, this is, they're explaining what's going on here. Look at that. Then the Lord asked the woman, because that's what happened, okay? Hey, how could you do this? And she, she wasn't passing the buck either. There was a real incident. You know, we've been delivered from this clown. Jesus has totally destroyed this. Anyway, the serpent tricked me, she replied. He did. And the Lord said to the serpent, voice was real. Wow, this is your punishment, buddy. You'll be singled out from all domestic animals of the whole earth to be cursed. You'll grovel in the dust as long as you live, crawling on your belly. From now on, you know, you and the woman will be enemies as your offspring and hers. You'll strike his heel, but he'll crush your head. Now, quit jumping ahead saying this is prophecy about Jesus. I mean, if you want to think that way, go ahead, but stay with the story. The snake just got told that this woman or man, he's going to bust your head all the time. And that's what happens. I've been looking right now on my street because the rattlesnakes try to come out of my street. And I'm like, well, I see one. I'm running over it, buddy. I ain't got any favor for no snake. Anyway, Adam said, uh, and Adam, he said, uh, because you listened to your wife and ate the fruit when I told you not to, I placed a curse on the soul. Okay, wow. And you can see that takes place. Wow. All your life, you'll sweat to, uh, look at this, you'll struggle to extract a living, it'll grow thorns, thistles, and you'll eat his grasses. All your life, you'll sweat to master it until you die in day. Same thing going on today. Then you'll return to the ground for which you came. You were made from the ground, to the ground you returned. Now, that wasn't the plan. Then the man named his wife Eve, look at that, meaning life-giving one. You mean evolution? No. For he said, she shall be the mother of all mankind. Man. And the Lord God clothed Adam and his wife with garments made from skins of animals. You know, he did it right. We don't want to hurt no animals. Well, apparently God did. God took care of some animals there and dressed them. Then the Lord said, now that the man's become as we are, look at that, we are, we are, knowing good from bad, if he eats the tree of life, lives forever. So the Lord banished him from the Garden of Eden, sent him out to farm the, the ground from which he had been taken. Thus the Lord expelled him and placed mighty angels at the east of the garden. Well, what for? Because it was in eyesight. They could see it. Can't go over there. <laughs> that angel, he's looking at me. <laughs> you know, they could see this. Wow. With a flaming sword. Ah, it's just for a pretty book. It's probably a nice little docile female flipping a little tiny sword. No, it wasn't. It was a big, bad, ugly looking angel. And they knew better. Don't go over there. Wow. Okay, boom. Look at this. Look how fast we're going. Did you know in the, uh, where are we at? Four? Five. Flood. Flood hits in one more chapter. Then Adam had sexual intercourse. We know what that is. With Eve's wife. She conceived, gave birth to a son, Cain, meaning I've created. For she said, with God's help, I've created a man. Her next child was Abel, his brother. Abel became a shepherd while Cain was a farmer. At harvest time, Cain brought the Lord a gift from his farm produce. Now, don't make this hard. Don't look into it. Just, there's other things that's got Cain some difficulties. Abel brought the fatty cuts of meat from his best lambs, presented them to the Lord. In other words, it was a sacrifice, wasn't he? You just killed that lamb, brought it to him, you know. Don't look this up in preacher books and find what's going on. What happened is right here. The Lord accepted Abel's offering, but not Cain's. Well, let's see if we can find out why. This made Cain, look at this, both dejected and very angry. His face grew dark with fury. And he thought it was somebody who, well, you know what's going to happen. This guy is so out of control, he kills his brother. That's what the Lord was saying. Why are you angry? Now, we can lose our cool, and that's fine. Jesus did the same thing. The Bible says to be angry and sin not. So you just control it, okay? And sometimes you need, you better fight back, okay? 
this guy was taking lightweight stuff and going out of control with it. Okay, watch this. Why is your face so dark with rage? You could be bright with joy if you'll do what you should. Now look at that. Think about that for us today. Today, if you're having trouble, you should be bright with joy. I don't care what's going on. This is after the fall. Well, we've fallen and we're sinners and today's not going to be happy. No, in the presence of the Lord is fullness of joy. David wrote mm, 1,500 years later. Wow. Okay, anyway. He said, watch out. Sin's waiting to attack you, longing to destroy you, but, it, but you can conquer it. didn't say, well, God's will. I'm going to set these things up and you're going to have a bad time. No. The Lord said, you can beat this stuff. One day, Cain suggested to his brother, now look at this. We don't have any other details. Guess why? Because there were none. Cain just wanted to kill his brother. And that's what the book of 1 John says. Love your brother, not as Cain, who killed his brother. It's pretty easy to see. God, he just was out of control. Matter of fact, in a moment, let me speed forward in just a moment because Cain's got some descendants and one of his descendants, Laban, I think is his name, oh, and he had to kill a, a teenager that was trying to kill him. I mean, she's like, whoa, what was going on? Sin is taking place. Crime is taking place everywhere. That's the reason, boom, Noah. Wow. Uh, so anyway, uh, he, killed, he killed him. Afterwards, the Lord asked Cain, hey, where's your brother? How should I know? Cain retorted. Am I supposed to keep track of him where he goes? Am I my brother's keeper? King James Version. But the Lord said, your brother's blood caused me from the, from the ground. What have you done? You are hereby banished from this ground. Wow. Well, I thought they were already banished from the garden. Well, they were, but the Lord was still blessing them everywhere. Banished from the ground, which you've defiled with your, Lord, with your brother's blood. No longer will it yield crops, even if you toil on it forever. From now on, you'll be a fugitive and a tramp, wandering from nowhere. Look at what Cain said. Well, oh, man, of course, Cain knew he blew it. My punishment's greater than I can bear. You've banished me from my farm and from, look at that, from you. Apparently, the Lord was there. Yeah, I've been talking to him, saying, hey, better cool it. Okay. Oh, uh, anyway, and anyone who sees is going to kill me. So Cain had some real worries here. Well, look what the Lord says. They won't kill you, for I'll give, you se I'll give seven times your punishment to anyone who does. Then the Lord put an identifying mark on Cain and warned him not to kill him. See, that's where black folks came from. No, liar. That's a bunch. That's a These guys got wiped out in the flood. So that's not true. Stupid. I heard that and I thought, God, the KKK is all over this, ain't they? No, they're KK wrong. Wow. Anyway, so Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and settled in the land of Nod, east of Eden. Okay. Remember, he married one of his sisters. We know that. Then Cain's wife conceived, presented him with a baby son named Enoch. Not the same Enoch that we find in the next chapter, but one of them. So Cain founded the city. He named it Enoch after his son. Now, here's a little bit of uh, terrible, uh, unrelated. No, it's, it's facts. Enoch's father was Irad. Irad was the father of this guy, father of that guy, Methuselah, another Methuselah. Then it was Malak, uh, Lamech. Watch this. Lamech married two wives. Adah and Zillah. To Adah was born a baby named Jabal. He was the first caveman who invented the wheel. No. These guys are so much smarter than that. And we've fallen for a whole bunch of junk. Insurance commercials on TV talk about before the wheel was invented. I mean, pfft. God made Adam so smart when he was created, he could name every animal. Get married the same day. Wow, okay. Okay, he was the first of the cattlemen and those living in tents. His brother was Jubal, the first musician, the inventor of the harp and flute. No, it wasn't. You know, that was, no, it was. He was the inventor. Of the, okay, Lamech's other wife, Zillah, was born Tubal Cain. I believe it is. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. He opened the first foundry forging instruments of bronze and iron. No, it was the Dark Ages. No, not the Dark Ages, but it was the such and such when, they, when man started using. No, this is when it started. And it's all going to get blown away in the flood here in a moment, but it started here. Okay. 
Anyway, one day Lamech said to Adon and Zillah, listen to me, my wives. I killed a youth who attacked me and wounded me. Like, what the heck are you doing? This kid's trying to kill me. It's like movies we've seen, you know, like whatever those Hitchcock movies. You know, this guy's, you live next door and the music's going, and the guy's peeking through the window. He just wants to kill you, that's all. No reason. If anyone who kills Cain must be punished seven times, anyone taking revenge against me for killing that youth should be punished 77 times. Boy, this guy was hot. Later on, Eve gave birth to another son. Now watch history here. Look what they say right here. Everybody was not in church. Are you kidding? And time has been going on. We're probably already, we're probably already pushing 600 years. Later on, Eve gave birth to another son named him Seth, meaning granted. For as Eve put it, God granted me another son for the one Cain killed. Seth grew up, had a son named Enosh, and it was during his lifetime that men first began to call themselves the Lord's people. Now, wait a minute. I mean, I read my Bible. I read one chapter a year. You know, <laughs> you ain't going to get it reading it one chapter a year. Read it all together. This place had fallen. It was going downhill fast. And boy, it wasn't until Seth and his group started calling themselves the Lord's people. Now, here we are. Here's a list of some of the descendants of Adam, the man who was like God from the day of his creation. Okay. Uh, God created man and woman and blessed them, called them man from the start. Look at that. Bless them. There you are again, man and woman. Adam was 130 when his son Seth was born. The very image of his father in every way. Seth was born. Adam lived 800 years, producing sons and daughters. Died at the age of 930. Okay, wow. Okay, watch this. Keeps going. Seth, 105. Okay, all the way down here. Just watch this. You see, here's where you get all those dates from. And I would choke on them too if it weren't for other places that show this is actually what happened. Anyway, come down here to Lamech. Lamech uh, was 182 years when his son Noah was born. Lamech named him Noah, meaning relief, because he said he will bring us relief from the hard work, from the farming, uh, the grounds cursed, uh, which God's cursed. Afterward, Naaman, excuse me, Laman lived 595 years, producing sons and daughters, died at 77. Noah was 500 years old, had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. So in other words, Noah's mentioned in chapter 5 already, chapter 6, here's the flood. And it goes on, we don't have time, but I just want you to see some highlights. Look at this. Population explosion took place. It was at that time that beings from the spirit world looked upon beautiful earth women and took any they desired to be their wives. Jehovah said, listen, man, we can't. This, this. His spirit was being disgraced and man, holy evil as he. God said, I'm going to give it another 120 years and then we're going to call this thing off. In those days and even afterward, when the evil beings from the spirit world were sexually involved with human women, their children, here's where your giants came from. Wow. And this took place after the flood again. It was still going on. We still had, that's where Goliath came from. They're not make-believe. Anyway, when the Lord God saw the extent of human wickedness and the trend and the direction of men's lives was only toward evil, he was sorry. Look at that. He was sorry he made them. Broke his heart. He said, I'm going to blot out from the face of the earth all mankind I created. Yes, the animals too. The reptiles, the birds. I'm sorry I made them. Well, I guess so. It was just going. Phew. Wow. But look, look at this. Look, 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 look. But Noah. But Noah was a pleasure to the Lord. Wow. Now, now quit saying you can't be like Noah. You are like Noah. If you love the Lord, you're like Noah. Look what God said. Here's the story of Noah. He was truly the only righteous man living on the earth. He tried to always conduct his affairs according to God's will. He had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Meanwhile, the crime rate, look at that. There was a problem rising. And as seen by God, the world was rotten to the core. And as God observed how bad it was, he saw that all mankind was vicious and depraved. I think that's what it says. Let's see. 
And that's what was going on. Yeah, vicious and depraved. He said to Noah, I've decided to destroy mankind. The earth is filled with crime because of man. Yes, I'll destroy mankind from the earth. Make a boat. Why? I want to keep you alive. I, praise, God loves you? Yeah. Make a boat for resting its uh, wood. Sealing it with tar. Construct decks and stalls throughout the ship. Look at that. For a football field and a half. 75 foot wide. Wider than the highway out here. 45 foot high. Higher than the telephone poles out here. Man, construct a skylight all the way around the ship, 18 inches below the roof. Make three decks inside the boat, bottom, middle, upper deck, and put a door in the side. There was, there was more than enough room to put all the creatures on there. And don't worry about the dinosaurs. They all start out little. All you got to do is get little ones. Just get a pink one and a blue one, like I always say. Look, I'm going to cover the earth with a flood, destroy every living being, everything in it, with there's a breath of life, all of that. Do you know over 300 civilizations on record right now in the world have reference to a flood? It ain't no local flood. It's a real flood. The Chinese go, ahead, go back to, to Nuhi, Nuhai. Nuhai? Noah? Could it be? Yeah, really. Look at this. I promise to keep you safe. Now that promise is still yours today. When we leave here, when I go to Alaska, I promise to keep you safe. Jesus, before he went to the cross... He was praying in John chapter 17. It's recorded there. John was writing it down. Yeah. And he said, Lord, I have kept those whom you gave me, and not one of them is lost except for Judah, that the scripture might be fulfilled. I love that scripture. That just tells me that Jesus will keep you safe. He will. He will. He'll keep you safe. There's other places he tells that. But, but he will keep you safe. But see, we got to, I know, I know, Richard, you'll never catch me worshiping idols. I know, you won't worship idols. I won't worship me either. But then you, you know all about God, but then you'll say he won't help you financially. Oh, please. I mean, what's the difference to me? I mean, you, your God doesn't do anything. I mean, you, use him. He's there to help you. You're not going to bankrupt heaven. He will help you. Yeah, but there's problems I have with my family. He will help you. Watch the mirror. Why do you think thousands and thousands of people were following Jesus? It wasn't because they thought it was just cool. Remember Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God. All these, and, and, and his righteousness, and all these things. It's just like, they'll just be taken care of. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding, and all your ways acknowledge him, and he'll direct your path, whatever. He'll take care of it. But I promise to keep you safe with your wives and your sons and their wives. You know, bring a pair of every animal, male and female, in the boat to keep them alive. Bring them a, by, uh, bring in a, a pair of each kind of bird and animal reptile. Store away in the boat all the food you're going to need. And Noah did as God commanded him. You know the rest. Praise the Lord. The next three chapters are all, it's just, it's flood. Look at that. Finally, the day came and the Lord said, get in the boat. Okay. Look at this. They're in the boat. Man, I tell you, it broke loose. God didn't forget about them. Chapter 8. All the animals, he sent a wind to blow. Boy, here it goes. It started receding. Then it landed right there on Ararat. Wow. And they got off finally. Still, Noah blessed them. Told them to have many kids. Wow, look at that. All wild animals will be afraid of you. Wow. And God had, and God had made a, put the rainbow and said, man, I'm never going to do this again. Look what we covered. Genesis chapter 1 all the way to chapter 9. Chapter 10 and 11, it's a genealogy in the Tower of Babel. Then Abraham. Straight history. Father, we just thank you for your word today. We thank you, Lord, that we're just like Noah on that boat. Praise the Lord. You'll keep us safe. Praise the Lord. You're our God. We're just like Seth. We're the people that are going to be called the people of the Lord. And we just thank you for blessing us, taking care of us. So, Father, if we're not feeling good today, oh, you'll take care of that. You made the worlds. You made our bodies. You'll fix it. Whatever. It's financial. Praise the Lord. You put gold in those rivers and stuff. Took care of them. Took care of Noah. They had to feed all those animals. You'll take care of us. Praise the Lord. If it's something else, great or small, doesn't matter. In the light of all this, you'll fix it. Praise the Lord. You're our God. And that doesn't 
leave anything left but for us to leave details and tell others how great things you did for us. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.